Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now. for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure... Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. If you're planning a meeting, conference, or special event in Missoula, consider the Wingate by Wyndham. Our event space is comfortable and flexible. Whether you need an intimate boardroom meeting or a conference war 100, Missoula's Wingate is the perfect fit. Our audio-visual equipment, upgraded internet, and flexible food and beverage policies allow you to put on an impressive show without breaking the bank. Call us at Missoula's Wingate, where we make you feel at home when you're not. It's 4 o'clock. Welcome to Montana's only statewide sports talk show. Broadcast on 102.9 ESPN Radio for Western Montana and across the state on SWX Television. I like football! Now, the 2017 Radio Sports Broadcaster of the Year on the show with back-to-back Montana Broadcaster Association Awards for sports coverage and award-winning sports journalism. Here is Ryan Tutel and Coulter Nuanes. Hello, Montana. Who is the best in the West? Who is the most intimidating of all time? And a word or two from a chick who doesn't know about sports. It is to tell new one is on 1029 ESPN radio and SWX Montana television across the state. Great to be with all of you. Thanks for spending some time with us on your Fridays. Let me just walk you down the aisle into your weekend. Hope you are having a great day and headed into some sunshine for the weekend, which is, uh, well, not all bad. Uh, no doubt about it. We are broadcasting live from the Curse Polaris studios. July is Curse Polaris 30th birthday. That's right. 30 years. They've been in business and they are celebrating this month by offering up to 30% off, that's right, 30% off MSRP on select parts and accessories with the purchase of any new Polaris off-road vehicle, Husqvarna and Beta dirt bike, or any Crest pontoon boat. Some restrictions apply. See Kurtz for details. Get to Kurtz Polaris in Missoula and Sealy all month for Kurtz 30-year anniversary sale online, 1029ESPN.com. At the website, you can listen for free anytime you want in real time up-to-date, up-to-the-moment, cutting-edge on the stream. Stream is available thanks to Opportunity Bank, 
your local bank, your opportunity. If you want to call, you can do that, 2329-1899. All guests, join us via the Rankins Brothers RV phone line. In the show today, the dust has settled in the West of the NBA after the draft, after all the trades, after free agency. There's a couple things left to go. Chris Paul still thinks trying to figure out what is going on with him, but... Uh, by and large, we have an idea what the landscape of the West is going to be. Coulter and I will go through, and I will explain uh, why we are why either he's right in agreeing with me or why he's wrong in disagreeing with me in uh, who we think is going to win the West, what the order and the finish will be in the West. We also will hear from a chick who doesn't know about sports, our weekly meeting with our dear friend Carolyn, going to join us and uh, walk us through some things, help us out a little bit. We also uh, will get through a little bit of golf stuff, the men's state am in progress, uh, so we will uh, talk about that in the next hour. Colter was wondering about this. We we talk about all this stuff all the time, but the most intimidating figures in sports, and what (coughs) is intimidation in sports? It's a good question, and I think there's some – uh, immediately some athletes that come to mind, but also if you kind of think about it a little bit more, I got a list of about, I don't know, 15 names here. Maybe some people you wouldn't normally think of, but also what does it mean to be intimidating? You know, So uh, we can get into uh, some of that. And uh, Tommy, he's been back in the booth all week long with us. And uh, has been screaming at us to do, uh, you know, some various, you know, where is Johnny Manziel and all this kind of stuff. So finally, we said, you know what, Tommy, segment five, it's yours. It's your segment. Do with it what you will. So in the next hour, Tommy Evans is going to sit back there and uh, take us through something, which I still don't know what it is that we're going to do. I don't know. Oh, I've blown up all my plans. It's it's a Coulter rip session now. Because I cannot believe the conversation that just transpired in the hallway. You literally cannot make it up. I cannot wait to publicly shame Coulter. I'm itching for this. Thank 530, you. 5.30, boys and girls, a public shaming of Colton Nuwana is going to happen. Hey, it's Friday. You can stay up late. You can sleep in. Or even if you can't, so what? You want to feel good about it? Get yourself a Florence Coffee Company coffee drink right now. Florence Coffee Company all over the place. It's a perfect here on a Friday afternoon, our Florence Coffee Company coffee break. I uh, went for a mountain huckleberry tea. I was feeling I was feeling a little dehydrated, needed something to drink. Uh, I have now, if you're watching this uh, online, it doesn't normally look like this. The reason <laughs> is I've I've drank and refilled this three times now, and I'm still, uh, you know, working on... How many times can you drink a tea before, you know, you, the tea bags are done for? Good question. You know? It's a good question. I don't know. Yeah, I think so you can do it for quite some time. It's I'm still just... enjoying some Mountain Huckleberry refreshment myself right here. What'd you, you got iced Americano over there, Coulter. Yeah, buddy. Going and, for it. Uh, Tommy was in an awful mood. I walk in with Florence Coffee Company. He's ready to float to the ceiling. He's so happy. And then Coulter, of course, starts talking, and it drops him right back down into the doldrums. So that's how that goes. Anyhow, Friday, Florence Coffee Company, coffee break. Enjoy some Florence right here, right now. Uh, Coulter, uh, the West in the NBA is uh, kind of at its uh, has settled. In fact, most of the NBA has settled in terms of what it's going to be. The West uh, becoming very, very interesting. And you said, you know, you opened with the uh, discussion today of like, you know, this this narrative that somehow the, the Warriors are like maybe not a playoff team in the West now or something like that. I don't even want to have that discussion because that is asinine. Okay, that's just stupid. I can't believe the guys that are saying it. This, this isn't just like screaming A. Smith and Skip Bayless who say dumb takes to like make their show continue to go. <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I truly yeah, think Steve that a lot. Doesn't, yeah, yeah. Stephen A. Smith just he he's consistent in his ra- irrationality. I truly believe Skip Bayless says dumb stuff just to straight up 
play devil's advocate to Shannon Sharp and or make Who, people mad. Whoever else, yeah. I mean, he's just being inflammatory. I just really don't think that he really case, means it. Regardless, what I'm saying is there's guys that I respect a lot. I've heard Jeff Van Gundy, John Barry, Zach Lowe say that they don't think Golden State's a playoff team. And I just think that that's insane. I mean, part of it, a lot of it hinges on on Clay Thompson and what his recovery is status is how long will he be out uh you know is it is it gonna be you know could it be an entire year i'm i'm not thinking that it's you know that he's not gonna play this year you know at some point um but you know it's it's uh significant obviously to tear your acl in that way um but when they 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 get russell and they still have steph and draymond green i mean that that's that's the crew that was that's been doing it for a long time in Golden State, and I don't see them slipping. Now, is the is are there other players, other teams in the West that are better than what they were five years ago? Yes, no doubt. So I think the competition is stiffer, but I think you're crazy in that. But we wanted to go through and just do this a little bit and kind of, you know, I don't know. We're gonna we're getting into football season, right? We're going to be so football heavy for the next six months, which, by the way, makes me very happy. Okay, it brings a big grin to my face. But this is, you know, I think a, 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 an early prediction, which is also an assessment of what we think teams have done in this offseason, both, both the draft and the meteoric free agency that took place in the association, uh, is worth going through here. So do you want me to give you my, my uh, go through this, Coulter, and then you can argue with me and tell me why I'm crazy? Yeah, I, th- I think we should just okay. go through it, and I think you should go through it, and then I'll give you mine, and then we can. Do you, want me, go, you want me to go top to bottom or bottom to top? Um, go here. I'll give you the teams that I have not making the playoffs. How about that? Okay. Okay. I got one. Two, so the the teams I have nine through fifteen in the West, in order, by the way, from the team just missing it, which I have is the Sacramento Kings, just on the outside. Although I'm very much uh, on the fence. I got the Kings, I got for the first time in is it 28 years, something like that. I got the Spurs not making the playoffs. I got them finishing 10th in the West. The Pelicans, the Grizzlies, the Timberwolves, and then the Suns and Thunder. I got the Thunder dead last in the West. Um, so that's, Did you have the Mavs in there? I did not. Wow. I got the Mavs as the eighth wow. with Luka Doncic and the Unicorn figuring it out in Dallas together. And I will say I could I would very easily I I, I I put that in there because I love that combo of those two guys. I think really highly of them. I think they work really well together potentially. Uh if the Kings or the Spurs were in there instead of the Mavs, I would not uh it would not surprise me a bit. Uh but I got the Mavs as my as my final seed in the West because of those two guys. Very interesting. I just don't think the Mavs have enough depth yet. I don't think that if DeLon Wright and Dwight Powell are in your starting lineup, they're a playoff team. Yep. Even if you have Luka Doncic and Kristaps Porzingis. I think that the, the, I think the Mavs have as good an upward, upward trajectory and two of the most intriguing and one at least of the best assets in the NBA. I mean, Luka Doncic is one of the be- 10 best assets in the NBA because of his age, his aptitude, his incredibly high skill level. I mean, he averaged, I think he was the second rookie in NBA history to average 20 points, six assists, and six rebounds per game. Yeah, I mean, he's he's He's, he's a insane. savant. He's a savant. He, he is a savant. The passes he makes are like really, truly no one we've really seen in a, a long time, maybe ever. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I... I, I mean, I, I don't, I don't uh, 
I don't dislike and it. I also want to put the Pelicans in there too. I think they have a lot of. Potential. Where'd you have just, them at ten? I, I, I actually have them at eleven because. Okay, who is your who is your nine? Kings, the Sacramento okay. Kings. Okay, and then the Spurs. Okay, and then then the Pelicans. The Pels. And I love the Pelicans. I love the Pelicans, but uh, they are uh, they're just so young, and they have a tremendous amount of talent. But I think you got to win and win together, and I think it takes some time. And I just don't think. With as stacked as the West is, that the, the Pelicans are really ready to, you know, make noise in the Western Conference. But it'll be fun to watch them. It'll be a blast to watch. Them. But I, I just don't know how how many games they're really going to win this season. With, first of all, I want to do this segment because I thought all the dominoes had fell. But then I thought about one more that might still fall, and that's if the Thunder can trade Chris Paul, and a destination that we did not discuss when we were talking about ideal destinations who have gotten into the mix now, which I think this is actually really intriguing, is Minnesota. Mm. I don't know if Chris Paul would be happy in Minneapolis. I really have no idea. But in I terms, the, I got the th- Thunder. I got the Timberwolves thirteenth. If the but if they got Chris Paul, they, they would they would take a jump. They would take a jump. Be just because Chris Paul is a great complimentary. I mean, Chris Paul, the Thunder made or excuse me, the Timberwolves made the playoffs when they had Ricky Rubio. Mm-hmm. Chris Paul's like ten times. He's a similar pass first type point guard who's. Just better. Ten times better than Ricky Rubio. And he can shoot. I think that the most fascinating part about looking at this entire list is because of Kawhi Leonard's movement to the West, LeBron James's acquisition of Anthony Davis, the Lakers' acquisition of Anthony Davis, uh, the reshuffling of the Rockets, and now with Russell Westbrook on the Rockets squad. I think that you have teams that didn't make the playoffs last year that have great young cores, the Kings, the Mavs, and the Pelicans, who all added young players who are great. And they all have a chance to be the same or worse than they were a year ago. Like they got better, and they're not going to be in the playoffs. They, you know, the, like like you're saying, maybe the Mavs, maybe one of the maybe three, one of them, yeah, one of the three, but but not all three. Certainly, tell me this: what 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 makes you lean towards the Mavs and away from the Pelicans because they do have a similar roster construction, or I, I guess similarly young makeup of their roster. Uh, the the Luka Doncic is proven, and he's not just proven as a good young player. He's proven as a great NBA player, period. And Christoph Porzingis is that as well if he's if he's healthy, and I think he is going to be healthy. So the reason I lean towards them over the Pelicans is proven commodities. I mean, Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, they played a couple of years. Last year, I thought they showed some signs of being, uh, you know, really talented. Ingram, in particular, I thought took a, a, a pretty significant step forward. He's not as good as Christoph Porzingis is, mm. and Zion Williamson, I think, is going to be great. I think he's going to tear the league up. But it's rare that that happens right out the gates. Not impossible, but I mean, even LeBron James was phenomenal as his, you know, rookie year. But he he wasn't he wasn't the most dominant player. He wasn't you know he wasn't you know, carrying the team. So I just think there, I think there's more, uh, I, I think, I think those two guys are better than the guys outside of Zion Williamson who just hasn't played yet. So that's why I lean towards the Mavs on that. Although, I mean, the, the, again, you, the, the point that the way to go against the Mavericks is the, what you exactly, exactly what you said. I mean, the depth that they have just simply is not there. And there is a lot of depth, be it, although it's young, there's some really good other players in those three guys in new Orleans. Coulter, you and I both know being healthy is a very, very important part of life. Am I right about that? Indeed. Guess it is. Well, one of the things that makes me healthy, think you as well, fiber got to have it. 
You sure do, man. You need to eat your fruits and your veggies, your bananas. You got to get all that stuff in. Maybe even some bran. Plums. All of it. Fiber is very important. Well, guess what? Turns out it's important to communication as well. You might be surprised to learn that Blackfoot and its partners have invested millions of dollars, truly, in building a fiber optic network throughout Montana. Through Bozeman and around Gallatin County, more than 30 miles of fiber optic cable have been laid by Blackfoot. That's amazing. Impressive, innovative, and a perfect place with the way Bozeman's been growing. Click on the link below, goblackfoot.com slash ESPN. They're not trying to sell you anything. They don't want you to do anything. They just want you to know what they're up to and how they're improving communication across the state of Montana. So go to goblackfoot.com backslash ESPN now. All right, so here's the teams I do not have in the playoffs. I also do not have the Pelicans in the playoffs. They're just outside looking in Mm -hmm. like you have the Kings. I also don't have the uh, Thunder in the playoffs. I do not have the Timberwolves in the playoffs. I do not have the Kings, Mavs, Grizzlies, or Suns. Yep. So I think we agree on we, a lot. We're across the board. You have the Spurs in, and I, I have, have the Spurs out. So you have the you have the Thunder out, even even oh, with Chris Paul. I got the Thunder dead last, bud. Dead last. Fifteenth out of fifteen. Well, see, you're just wrong there. That's... No, no, no. I'm not. I'm not wrong there. They, they first of all, I don't think Chris Paul is going to be there. And even if he is there, they're not winning anything. Uh, they're terrible. Uh, uh-uh, they're not. Terrible. They're not that terrible, man. Yeah, yeah. They're not. They'll be better than the Grizzlies. Behind the sun. The Grizzlies are pretty good. Grizzlies got some players. They have some good players. They don't. I mean, Shade Gilchrist Alexander is better than most of the players on the Grizzlies or the Suns. I'm not into Devin Booker yet, man. Everybody wants to anoint Devin Booker. He drops 60. Congratulations. If you average 25 points per game on a 17-win team, I just don't care. The Thunder are just wallowing right now while they just wait for subsequent drafts to show up. <laughs> That's what they're up to. If, All right. Anyway, it 15 draft picks in the next two years. They're irrelevant right now, so let's move on. <laughs> they, they, I, I'm glad you at least agree that they're not going to make the playoffs. I don't think they're going to be dead last, though. I mean, Danilo, Chris Paul, Shea Gilgris, Alexander, Danilo Gallinari, and Steven Adams is actually like better starting lineup than the Spurs. What do you want me to say to you? I, I don't know. 15th. Okay. That's what. Okay. It, it, it's an inconsequential point yes, because they, we both have them out of the playoffs, so it doesn't matter if they're ninth or 15th. All right. So, so we agree across the board. The except, except, for the, the except for the Spurs. The I, I just think it's. You have the Spurs at the eight spot. I got the Spurs at the eight spot. Okay. Yep. Yep. I, I mean, I, 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 mean, I, I, I just think that. that Greg Popovich is good at, is good for 48 wins until proven otherwise. Yeah. He, I, I, I mean, I'm not going to argue that point. I think. Uh, I mean, they're, they're good at home. Fine. The other thing is. Okay, who do you have at seven? Jadonte, DeJounte Murray is a really good player, and if he comes back healthy, that could be big for the Spurs because he was really showing great signs before he got hurt, before he tore his knee, and he's a unique player, man. He's a six foot six point guard. He's he's like a, a playmaker that Popovich has never had just because of his unorthodox size. So I think that the the cupboard is more full in San Antonio than people give it credit for. Uh, all right, here I got the Jazz at seven. Me too. Okay. Yep. That, see, there's a crazy analysis, right? The Jazz have been fourth or fifth the last two years. The Jazz got better. Mm-hmm. They did. I mean, the Jazz got significantly better, I think. Yeah. I mean, with the addition of of Mike Conley. I, here's the thing is the, the Jazz were the Jazz were fourth two years ago, I think it was, won a series and were great. This year, they were fifth or whatever and just did nothing. They were just they – were, they were – they took a step back with the same team that they had before. And they did get better, but they didn't get as much better as a lot of teams in the West got. 
And I love the Jazz, man. I really like the team. I like the way they're they're constructed. I like everything about them. But I, I, I think, I mean, they're a playoff team. I think they're a good team. I think they're a fun team to watch. Uh, but there's there's other better teams in the West right now. There is. There is. I, I just think, I mean, the, the addition of Mike Conley, the addition of Bogdan Bogdanovich. Yep. And also, I think the subtraction of Derek Favors helps them. The, the Jazz have been stuck in this in this weird. If you have Donovan Mitchell and you have Rudy Gobert, and then you have a, a notable guy who, as a role player like Joe Ingles, I mean, Joe, Joe Ingles doesn't need to be any more than he is, and what he is is great for them. When you have that Perfect. trio. Mm-hmm. You can't have a lumbering, non-skilled power forward like Derek Favors, who you're paying like they were, because he just doesn't fit. Okay. And you can't. But we got him at the same spot. We got him at seven. We do. Right. I'm just saying. I just think that they got better, and they're going to be. They're still going to finish lower. And it's it's all about the influx yeah. of talent yeah. that the LA teams got. I also think that the fact that just getting rid of Ricky Rubio just because he can't shoot when you have these guys that Utah has the structure in the office that Quinn Snyder wants to run. You got to have shooters, and they didn't have shooting. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, I got the Blazers at six. Nope. Where do you got them? The Blazers? Yeah. Five. Okay. Which is, at least we still agree that they're bo- they're going to be spots lower, multiple spots lower than they have in the last years. They were three seed the last two years. Yeah. I think they're going to be a couple slots lower. Yeah, I do. Okay. So you got them at five. Who do you have at six? The Houston Rockets. See, I got the Rockets at five. Okay, so, we, so we see this pretty similarly. Yep. yep. So why do you think the Blazers ahead of the Rockets? Because I've been thinking about the Rockets thing. I get the whole uh, criticism. You got two ball hogs and two ball handlers. But I do think these guys can be able to trade off. And if they can figure out the rhythm to effectively trade off, when they're both fresh and they both get rolling, what are you going to do? Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they could both score 50 in a game, in the same game. Um, there's two things to me uh, why I put the Blazers above uh, the, the the Rockets. Um First of all, I think there's something to be said for breaking through the way that, that the Blazers did and Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum, you know, albeit getting slipped, going to a Western Conference final was significant. And I think that sometimes you don't do it until you do it. And now that you have, there's a certain ferocity there uh, and, and that can come through in the regular season. But the the bigger point is this twofold. They, the Blazers get Pau Gasol. Pau Gasol is, is 38 years old, but he is to, to help alongside Nurkic and Alex Collins, I think. Zach Collins. I knew you were going to do I that. I knew I was going to do that. It's like too. Ryan has this thing. It's the only name he it's ever just, gets wrong. Alex Collins plays running back for the yeah, Ravens. Yeah. Zach yeah. Collins. Does he even play anymore? I don't know. The thing that's so no, funny is Brandon that he Ager. doesn't even go by Alex. He goes by Buck. Buck. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. Zach Collins. But anyway, Zach Collins. Uh, I think to have him in there, first of all, in the rotation, because he can still give you 15, 20 really good minutes a game, mm-hmm. but also just as a mentor and as a veteran presence, uh, particularly in the interior, I think that's I think that's a good get. But the bigger issue for me is actually a knock on Houston. It's not about the ball hog thing, although that you got to figure it out. I think that I think that Coach D'Antoni is uh, fed up with Houston and with ownership, yeah. and I think that's a real problem. He's a very yeah. he's an outstanding coach that they would not extend. And at sixty eight years old and multiple time coach of the year, you don't want to sit here and have games played with you like that. Like you're some you know new guy who's unproven or whatever. I think that burns him up, and I think I think that could become a potential. Uh, uh, problem. Not like he's not going to coach well or something like that, but I just think, you know, 
I, that too, I, I find it tenuous. Internal animosity hurts anybody. Houston, Houston, Houston could miss the playoffs. Mm-hmm. They could also be a three seed in the West. They could. So to me, they're maybe the most volatile uh, of them. I got them at six. Okay. So we got Blazers, Rockets, five, six. Okay. So that means we have the exact same top four. Okay. I have it in order. From one to four? From four to one. From four to one. Nuggets at four. Yeah. Warriors at three. Yeah. Clippers at two. Yeah. Lakers at one. You are exactly right, except for you just got to go around the corner once more. So you're saying that the the Clippers are one and the Lakers are two? No. Saying the Clippers are one, the Lakers are four. Okay. So I got it. I got it. Clippers one, Warriors two, Nuggets three, and Lakers four. So you have it exactly that exact order, except you got the Lakers stacked on top of it. Yep. What I'm saying is you got to unstack it I get and it. put them back to the bottom. I get it. Okay. So I want to have two different conversations here. So we got Nuggets, Warriors, Clippers in that order relative to each other. Yep. But I have them in one through three, and you have them in two through four. Yep. So our big disagreement here is on the Lakers. Yep. So two conversations I want to have. Okay. First, I'm going to continue to try to lead this bandwagon, this take. Two tell new on us, 102.90 ESPN Radio. I, I really don't think people comprehend what LeBron James is going to do next year. I, LeBron had this crazy run of eight straight finals. And by the end of it, I think that he was so concentrated on just keeping it going, just not breaking down, just do not get hurt. Do, you know, just find a way to get the Cavs into the finals. And that last time getting the Cavs in the finals, I think is one of the great accomplishments in the history of the NBA because that team was terrible. They were terrible. They were terrible coming into the year. And then they traded all their guys and they got Equally bad, but young guys that LeBron couldn't handle. And he still dragged him to the playoffs. He still dragged him to the finals. And then finally, he moves markets, moves to the big city, and he breaks down. And he finally gets hurt. He finally has the injury. And the thing finally falls apart on him and the streak ends. But he has not had a break in a decade. He's not had the uh, April to just sit and watch basketball and train and work out and get, his, get everything right. Uh, and I think that LeBron has... I mean, if you watch the film from the last two years during the regular season, LeBron is basically playing three-point line to three-point line. He's got it on cruise control. The fact that he can go 28-9-8 while still doing that is a true testament to how unbelievably great he is. But I really think that LeBron needs to have one more just statement season. And I think think that there's only one year left that he can do it. This one. That's it. And he's got a dude now who is a complimentary player like he has never had before. He's going to have three to four months extra of rest, and he's going to have the renewed drive. I mean, LeBron hasn't missed the playoffs in 12 years. Not only the rest factor, but just the motivating factor. I expect LeBron James to come out and have the best 25 games, the first 25 games of the season of anybody in the NBA next year. And then he'll figure out a way to lock it in because the brilliance of LeBron is his ability to maintain his endurance, his ability to always be able to play at a high level without ever exhausting himself. That's the brilliance of LeBron. That's why he's going to play the most minutes in NBA history, bar bar none. But I just think that he is going to absolutely rip the face off the league the first 25 or 30 games of the season next year. Maybe. Uh, Here's the thing. Here's here's the one area where I, I agree with everything you're saying from a mentality and a drive and a, you know, this became a throwaway season for LeBron James. Uh, And, and, and that, uh, I don't think sits well with LeBron 
Exactly, because I also think he's starting to feel his own mortality. Yes, absolutely. So I, I, all that stuff I agree with. What I don't agree with was is the fact that April, not playing basketball in April matters from a physical standpoint. Mm. It's not. No, 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 no. Look, these guys. If it was scheduled out, where if they played eighty-two games, uh, 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 in the course of ten months, instead of the course of seven or eight months. They wouldn't need they wouldn't need an offseason at all. Because all they're going to do anyway is play basketball. I mean, how many games of basketball did LeBron James play? Now the difference is you can control your minutes, you can control your exertion, you can do all the things you need to get, do to get peak performance. It's not like he's not in the gym. It's not like he's just sitting the month of April out and all of a sudden resting. Like the idea that because you're playing a basketball game, that somehow is here's here's the way we think about it, because we talk all this talk about rest is that if you play an NBA basketball game, it's just some slight tick down in terms of what you're going to be able to do longevity. And we talk about tread on the tires and all that kind of stuff. The fact of the matter is there is a balance at which the more you play or up to a point allows you to actually even play more and continue to be in even that much better shape. And so him not playing in April, I find to be utterly inconsequential. No, man. Yes, utterly inconsequential. Think, think about this. College football coaches talk about this all the time. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of surgeries now that occur during college football that can be delayed until the end of the season. The labrum surgery is a very common one. You might have a slight tear to your labrum that you need to get fixed to have good long-term health, mm -hmm. but you delay that. You might have it in October, and you play the rest of the season, you cuff your labrum, and then right after the season's done, you have labrum surgery. But you miss that six- to eight-week training period going into spring ball or maybe you miss spring ball as well it delays your development it delays the, the way that you all the weight you can put on all the strength you can put on what i'm saying is that lebron it's not about what he does or does not do he has not had a building period for his own physique in a decade yeah he he clearly needs that <laughs> i'm just saying like i mean what, what no 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 but what, i mean that's so what he, he's been building he's he's he is in exact perfect shape all the time. It doesn't mean he can't get in better shape. Yes, though. it does. Perfect means he can't be better. <laughs> that is. What I, I'm just saying though. I don't think he was in perfect shape because you can't be when you're playing that many minutes. And then, and then the time he's never had an off season to get better before the next season because he has to use the only off season he gets as time off. Now he's had a, a, the ability to recover and then hit it hard. He probably hasn't hit it as hard as he can possibly hit it. Like, like you would hit it during summer training before football camp. He hasn't done that in a long time. Basketball and football are utterly different. I know, but there there is no – he's not in the peak physical condition he could be in. Oh, that's what I'm saying. He never has been. He might be. He might be this fall. No, no. He might be, man. That he is, might be. That, he might be. That is – that's, one, of the that's great, one of the great interviews I ever listened to is about Ray Allen when they were asking him what it feels like to be older. And he said, you know what? I can't jump aside. My first step isn't as good. But my skill handling the basketball is better than it's ever been because I've never taken a day off. And he said the number one thing that has kept me playing in the league until I was 40 is that I have continued to get in better shape. And by the end of his career, Ray Allen, could ne he never stopped running. Mm -hmm. he, could, he couldn't create his own shot. He couldn't beat you off the dribble, so he just had to run. And he, I mean, it's the most underrated part about Steph Curry is the fact that he is in perhaps the best physical condition of anybody in the league. But how do you get in good shape? 
by running and playing. Well, and totally, but I'm, I'm just saying to think that LeBron has been in the absolute 100 percentile of his own capabilities for the last 10 years is just not the case just because of the wear and tear he's had to endure. But it, here's my point is that ba- playing basketball is not wear and tear. Playing yes, basketball is. is improving your... your no, because you have yes. so much contact and you have so much pounding on your up, knees. Up until, up until a point. Like I said, if you played 100 you bl- games in 100 days, it would be an absolute wear and tear situation. You would never be able to do it. If you played 80 games 360 days it would be every single game would only improve your shape all the way through so it's a matter of uh, 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 amount if you don't think extra recovery is key for elite athletes you just don't have you just you're stripping okay we got it we're up against it we gotta get we're, I gotta, no, we're not up against it first of all I, that's not what i said there's a difference between having three days off after you've played one game right and a difference between having five months off after or a week after which you are completely and utterly rested 30 seconds <laughs> no, no, not thirty seconds. We we haven't even gotten into why he's so wrong about having the Lakers number one. We've only been talking about LeBron James. Okay, we got to get out. We're going to continue this next. You know, guests, the Wingate by Wyndham is the Missoula Hotel that truly offers something for everybody. No doubt. It's conveniently located near the airport, easy for when your friends come to visit you. And you know, of course, my favorite water slides. That's right, they got an awesome water park with a sweet water slide that's perfect for families, groups, and birthday parties. With the Wingate, they also have a terrific business travel rate, large meeting spaces for you and your clients, and one of the best rewards programs you'll find anywhere. Talk to me about breakfast. They're not messing around with the Continental. They got the full breakfast spread, man. That's what I'm talking about. I need that. They got you covered there as well. Just down the road from the Missoula Airport, the location is quiet and convenient. The parking is ample and free, and the staff genuinely cares about taking care of their guests. The Wingate is at 5252 Airway Boulevard. You can also call. Very simple, easily memorizable number, 541-8000. That's 541-8000. The best hotel at the best spot for a hotel near the airport. Let the Wingate by Wyndham in Missoula make you feel at home, even when you're not. recovery session was what you needed you know <laughs> god i can say so much mean it's stuff to you right now but i'm not going to on 102.9 espn radio at gus Tutel on twitter at 102.9 espn and at skyline sports mt follow him skylinesportsmt.com everything you need to know in the sports world so it pertains to the big sky particularly montana and montana state at skyline sports mt go watch it listen to it read it think about there's been there's been a couple elite athletes that have suffered devastating injuries. Adrian Peterson is the first one that comes to mind. And when they come back because they've had such an extended time off and a time to get into peak physical condition, they are actually better than they were before their injury. The difference is LeBron James has suffered no such injury. Well, right, so then therefore he has an even higher baseline. I'm telling no, you, LeBron James. He does not LeBron, need- LeBron James, your your premise is right. The fact that you can continue to get in a better shape—that's what Kobe Bryant always said. Kobe Bryant said, oh, leading up to year 18, I never missed a workout, and so it was upward trajectory for all time. And then I blew my Achilles, and I could never get that's it right. back. Then you got, yeah, that's right. But LeBron, you're right, has not suffered an injury. But I'm just telling you, LeBron has been operating at. 88 to 90% capacity for the last 10 years, which is so crazy considering how many minutes he's played. Most humans would operate at 50% capacity given the wear and tear he's had. He is going to be in the best shape of his life. 
it's just it's just it's just crazy. What the you numbers said, that you're assigning to this that are just absolutely out of the clear blue okay, sky. Okay, whatever, man. If you don't think that LeBron is going to come back with a vengeance. I already said that I agreed with you about that. It just okay. has nothing to do with having April off. Watch. LeBron James will look physically better muscle structure than you've ever seen him at the beginning of next season. Watch. It won't happen. Why? Because it can't happen. Why? Because he has <laughs> the greatest muscle structure of all the people that have ever walked. Okay? The greatest. So it's just it's so true. nothing more to it's see. It's like we were talking about earlier. Stay tuned to the our our new favorite segment, uh, sports update from a chick who doesn't right. know about sports. She's Come got on. a little bit on LeBron. But like we were saying, the fact that LeBron is is sub, is uh, is um, insecure about his hair it's like, dude, just look in the mirror. Just look in the mirror, dude. Just flex. Just go in the mirror and flex because uh, you're doing just fine, but no one even sees your hair. We uh, are okay, broadcasting th- live from the Kurtz Polaris Studios. July is Kurtz Polaris 30th birthday. That's right. 30 years they've been in business, and they're celebrating all month by offering you up to 30% off. That's right. 30% off MSRP on select parts and accessories with the purchase of a new Polaris off-road vehicle, Husqvarna or Beta dirt bike, or any Crest pontoon boat. Sub-restrictions apply. See Kurtz for details. Get to Kurtz Polaris in Missoula and Sealy all month for Kurtz 30-year anniversary sale. You get me all fired up with this LeBron stuff. Right now, let's give away a six-pack of sandwich from Warren's right you now. want to do it now? Just right now do so it. that we can just get this segment out of our system and get to the next one. Okay. okay so right now, we got a six-pack of beer and a sandwich from Warren's That's Market, right. up to $10 worth of beer, up to $10 worth of Sammy. All you got to do is give us a call right now. Give it number two caller, 329-1899. Just give your name to Tommy. He'll call the boys down at Warren's Market. All you got to do is go in there and say, hey, you know, I'm Steve Jobs, and I'm here to pick up my nice. beer and sandwich. Warren's Market, Missoula's oldest grocery store. Ask the boys what's going on, too, because guess what? They got some of the funniest stories in all of Missoula, and they know their beer and the sandwiches. The WAPA, tough yeah. to beat. Well, I'm exactly the guy, too, who would go in there, and I'd find the six-pack that was eight ninety nine, which is the one that I would prefer to have. Sure. But I'd find one that was nine ninety nine that I would like less, but I'd just get it because it cost more, and then I would maximize my $10. There you go. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm that sort of dope. But those guys down there at Wardens, they know. And they got some new special beers down there, yeah. too, that are pretty darn good. That's a good deal. 329-1899, six-pack and a sandwich from Wardens Market to you right here, right now. Okay, Coulter. All right, all right. The other question I want to ask you, we, we'll agree or disagree about LeBron James' okay. conditioning. Yes. I want to know the Warriors. We both have them at three. No, I have them at two. Okay, so we both have them, though, still behind the Clippers. absolutely as contenders in the West. 100%. 100%. So I want to just go through. So you have them right behind the Clippers. Yes, I do. You don't need to justify why you think the Clippers are the best team because I think from top to bottom of their roster, they are the best team. I picked the Lakers number one because I think that Anthony Davis and LeBron James is going to be the most dynamic combo because we've Because for a subjective, you are, you're a fan. You're a fan. You've been in, in this In this fandom. exact case, yes. I will fully admit. Yes. I mean, dude... I want LeBron James to win a million championships, <laughs> and the fact that, the fact that he finally gets a legitimate complimentary player. Yeah, he's played with Hall of Famers: Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh. Those are Hall of Famers. Yeah, Kyrie Irving, probably a Hall of Famer. Maybe, yeah. They don't compliment LeBron in the same way that I Anthony Davis. Was. Okay, regardless, I want to know why you think the Warriors are going to be better than the Nuggets. Why the Warriors are going to be better than the Blazers? Why the Warriors are going to be better than the Jazz? Because I totally agree with you. But the nation at large, the people that follow the NBA, they seem to not think that. I've seen so many prognostications that have the Warriors finishing behind at least 
the Nuggets and Blazers and Rockets and Jazz. And some people th- saying that they are not a playoff team. And I just I don't understand that. This very basketball team, minus D'Angelo Russell, plus Andre Iguodala, won 77 basketball games. Right. Or whatever. 72, 73. 73. 73. Okay. They, 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 okay. they beat the Bulls 72-10 okay. record. Yep. Okay. No, no and Kevin Durant. But, okay, but you're, you're forgetting that Clay Thompson's out next year. No, no, I'm not forgetting that because I don't think he's out all year. Right, I mean, I, mean, I just I, I read their Warriors writer on the Athletic, yeah. and he's he, they're projecting Clay Thompson to return early to mid March, which would be mm-hmm. with about you know I, I'd say ten games left in the regular season. Okay, now if 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 that is a fact, and if he, he's out that long, see, I thought that Clay Thompson would probably be back in the like around the All Star break, yeah, like like January to February. Yeah, now they just paid him that much money. I just don't know if you can rush it. Well, you probably can't. And listen, here's the other thing, though. I mean, I guess if we're listing where we think these teams are going to finish, I mean, is essentially what we're doing. It is an assessment of the regular season. More what I'm doing here, though, is just writing the teams in terms of their roster construction, who's I, who I think is the best, okay? And, and, and in terms of the guys on there. And obviously, Clay Thompson's injury is a significant one. And it, uh, you know, it, him... Him not being there on this team for a significant period of time hurts the Warriors, and they're going to lose some basketball games. So if he is out for 60-plus games in the regular season, they're probably not a three-seed. I, I, I acknowledge that much. Or, or I have met a two-seed. They're probably not a two-seed. Um, but they are, to me, when he returns, and I anticipate him, you know, when 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 you say when a guy returns, you know he didn't just like, hey, this is the first day I've been able to run. Let's put on the jersey and let's go to work. Like right. you're talking about a guy who's been putting in a ton of work, a ton of time for weeks and months leading up to it. His shot isn't going to be rusty. Now his game shot, you know, it's different when you're playing in a game than when you're just working out in the gym and all that. But uh, his addition when he does return is going to be so significant. And at that time. Wherever that team is, it's going to catapult them back into any conversation. And guess what? If they're the sixth seed in the West, as a result of Clay Thompson being out, nobody wants to play Golden State. Nobody. So I'm I'm still I'm still very high on the Golden State Warriors. And by the way, I mean have uh, people just. Steph Curry was so amazing for so long. Then Kevin Durant came in, and Steph Curry kind of made way for him, and all of a sudden, right. and now like people are like, oh, yeah, Steph Curry, you know, pretty good player. No, Steph Curry's <laughs> one of the three best players in the league, one of the five best players in the yeah. league. He is an absolute menace, dominant basketball player, and Draymond Green can do is, is maybe the most versatile basketball player in the game outside of LeBron James. And so this right. is... This is... This, I. They are so good, so good, and I don't, I don't, not, I'm not going to sit here and hear this about oh, missing the playoffs. No. Couple things. First of all, Draymond Green was completely diminished in what makes him unique when he had to play with the the other big three in Golden State because when he, when they 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 played him on the ball a little bit when. All four guys were healthy: Clay Thompson, Kevin Durant, and Steph Curry, and Draymond Green. But not nearly. 
what I'm saying is when Draymond Green grabs the rebound and he plays point forward and you can play Steph Curry off the ball, that's what makes the Warriors so, so, so dangerous. And when you don't have Klay Thompson, it doesn't help you by any means. But Steph Curry's going to have the biggest statistical season of his career next year. I agree with you. I mean, he's going to average 35 points so. per game. Yeah. He, and Draymond he, Green he, might yeah. average 10 assists a game because he's going to be playing point guard more exclusively mm-hmm. because when he gets the rebound on a miss, they're just going to run and they can run Steph Curry off the ball. So I think that's one thing that is going to keep them and for sure in the top half of the West. They also bring in a true, true, true true point guard. Exactly. That's the other thing is that people are talking about, oh, they don't have Clay Thompson. They lost Kevin Durant. People in the league, it's like Brad Russell says, I know if you know about the league, if I ask you about D'Angelo Russell and you say that he's good, because if you are just, if I ask you about D'Angelo Russell and you say, oh, he's a bust or, oh, what he could have been, it means you didn't watch him this year. Mm -hmm. D'Angelo Russell was like 14th in the league in scoring. D'Angelo Russell was 7th among guards in all NBA voting. He was right outside getting all NBA honors. D'Angelo Russell, to me, is a top 20 player in the NBA, straight up. And as far as an asset, he is even better than that. mm -hmm. And I just think that if they... And that's the other thing. That's what people got to understand. Steph Curry is the only guard... Steph Curry and Klay Thompson, they're the only two guards in the NBA right now that can dominate scoring the basketball without having to have the ball in their hands. And I thought Myers did an unbelievable job as the GM for the Warriors when he knew that that Kevin Durant was leaving and he probably had some good, you know, information that he's going to Brooklyn and that if Kyrie and KD go to Brooklyn, then that makes D'Angelo Russell not just expendable but actually forces him out from a financial standpoint. And so he was there waiting for that and, you know, ready to make a deal right away for it. And that was one of the shots. I mean, we we remember that Paul George, you know, we had no idea that Paul George was getting ready to, uh, you know, get out of OKC to go meet up with Kawhi in L.A. But no one had any information about D'Angelo Russell heading to the Bay. And that seems like, yeah, a forgotten, like, footnote to this thing, which I think is going to turn out to be a very important one as well. Um I got the Clippers as the best team in the NBA next year. I got them as the best team in the West, uh, uh, you know, thereby as well. And I think that they, when you talk about what Lou Williams showed, what you have in Patrick Beverly, and then you add not one, but two absolute all NBA types of players and the guy who just reasserted himself as in the conversation for the single best player in the league in Kawhi Leonard. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yes, please. Very much with the Clippers. Yes. Please very much with the Clippers. Your boy Steve Ballmer announced today that the Clippers are going to start exploring and likely start cultivating a new arena separate from Los Angeles Lakers. Is that right? Get out of the Lakers' shadow. Well, you know, you do what you got to do there, but if you're Ballmer, uh, you can do anything you want to because you got how much money? How many How many billions is it? <laughs> oh, man, 50? Uh, 60? 50? I mean, isn't he like one of the three or four richest people in the world? It's like it's like Bill Gates and... and uh, Amazon guy, Bezos, and Steve Ballmer, right? You know, if I had that much money, you know what I'd say? Hmm, nothing. Nothing. <laughs> nothing. Well, let me play it. Well, let me do the thing. It's really frustrating. <laughs> Thank you. Very good. <laughs> Coulter, you and I have built our lives on communication. And one thing that people may not realize is Blackfoot. That is their bread and butter. And right now... They are spending a ton of time and money creating an incredible network of fiber optic cables across the state of Montana, a state that, thank you very much, could use some innovation and advancement in that way, right? You probably already know Blackfoot, a local partner for internet, voice, and professional services that fuel growing businesses like yours. Right now, Blackfoot is extending its fiber optic cable networks in Bozeman, 
St. Ignatius and around the region. Yeah, like hundreds of miles of fiber optic cable. It's a stunning amount that they're putting in right now. Check out goblackfoot.com. You can click on the link if you're on Podbean or just copy the URL into your browser. Go see what they're up to. I think you'll be impressed when you find out all the things that Blackfoot does. Particularly in Bozeman. Bozeman, as you know, is booming right now. And Blackfoot, they got you all taken care of. How does fiber optics benefit your business? We're not quite sure, but Blackfoot sure does. Give them a call, 866-541-5000, or find them online at goblackfoot.com. Well, it's been a fairly boring show and not that funny, and so uh, we have to do something that is, and we welcome Carolyn in, our resident chick who doesn't know about sports. Two-Tone Nuanas, 1029 ESPN Radio, broadcasting live from the Kurtz Polaris Studios. Kurtz Polaris at 2904 West Broadway in Missoula, Highway 83 in Sealy, and they are celebrating 30 years in business. That's right, all month long, July's Kurtz Polaris 30-year anniversary, and they are celebrating by offering you 30% off that's right to 30% off MSRP on select parts and accessories with the purchase of any new Polaris off-road vehicle Husqvarna Husqvarna or Beta dirt bike and any crest pontoon boat as well some restrictions apply secrets for details get to Kurtz Polaris Missoula and Sealy all month for the 30 year anniversary sale it's Friday all we want to do is go home but you can't go home until you've had a chat about sports I'm the chick who doesn't know sports. Hello, Carolyn. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Doing dandy. Thank you very much. Now, we got to get this thing knocked out because you are flying to Chicago today. Home of the Cubs. Yes, it is. Find that common ground. And then you had to do that, you know? Uh, Well, good for you. Going to go on a little vacation. Does that mean there's no chick who doesn't know sports next week? I could call in if you need me to. No, it's fine. Coulter and I are taking a vacation, too. Thursday, Friday, people. There's your announcement. No two telling nuances. Uh, all right, Carolyn, what do we got today? What do we, what, 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 what do we need well, to know? I have two important LeBron James stories. Oh, for you. Coulter loves LeBron James. First, Space Jam 2. Okay. Did you guys know about this? Yes. Here's an interesting fact about my life. Someone that's a gigantic sports junkie, obviously, I have never watched Space Jam 1 from start to finish. Um, that's okay because it sucked. Mm, my brother and sister-in-law would disagree. I think that they would, if they could have danced to the movie at their wedding, they probably would have. That's how much they love it. Also, it matters how old you are. I mean, exactly. when the thing came out, it wasn't really for you cartoonies. <laughs> right. And uh, it, Coulter, I don't even know if you were around when that thing came out. Well, yeah, I mean, I was alive. It came out when I was in college, I think. Okay. So, or well, maybe just after. Probably so the Coulter college reviews for Space yeah. Jam weren't that high. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I did try and watch it with my kids, and they didn't like it either. But, you know, I think the most important – there's two really important things I need to say about Space Jam 2. Okay. A, I hope they really do a background check for the person who does the theme song this time. <laughs> oh I would like it to be someone – 25 years ago, R. Kelly was not R. Kelly who he is Well, he now. was R. Yes, Kelly. He was. He'd, he was. Already, he was. Right, he'd sure. already married Aaliyah, who oh, was 13. Man. But we just kind of married when they were 13. Yeah. He faked her ID and and all that. So I had a couple of ideas of people that would be appropriate that we know. We don't know for a fact, but I think we know. (laughs) Okay. Huey Lewis. (laughs) 
Right down the bedroom. Yeah. I mean, Our he's old a buddy Hugh. favorite. Yeah. I think we know he's legit, like, good guy. He well, fishes with see. Jimmy Kimmel. I hope he's listening. I can see, uh, yeah, Huey, Huey Lewis doing the Space Jam 2 with LeBron soundtrack yeah. quite easily. I think the kids of these days would really appreciate that. The kids of these days would, Carolyn, um, yes. Otherwise, Phil Collins. Okay. Oh, my. Seems like a stand-up guy. Listen, I don't want... The same, you know, stain on the beautiful song that they come up with I for Space Jam just, too. I just don't understand Phil Collins. Okay. Because we he's not disgusting. No, no, I mean, I understand it in this context. I just don't understand him in general. How dare you? He's no. a drummer and a singer. He got he got famous doing this. That's his big beat that he did. You obviously have don't you remember Susu Studio. Have you ever heard of Genesis? Yeah, it's right before Exodus. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Ah, sold 100 million records Next. before we ever went solo. Genesis was the great. I'm going to yes. tell Robert Chase you don't know about Genesis. We will school you. you I mean, for God's <laughs> sakes, I do know about the band Genesis. Stop with this. Okay, I think the obvious choice is going to be Beyonce, but whatever. Right, but we still don't know about Queen B, you know? I know, true. There, true. I mean, there might be some skeletons in that closet. Probably. So when is this coming out? Twenty twenty one. Okay. Oh, also, wow. I just need to say I don't think twenty twenty one. Yeah, LeBron's going to be retired by then. Well, I don't think twenty five years after the original comes out, you with a different actor, you can call it a sequel. It's a remake, so mm. they should just call it Space Jam: The Next Generation or something like that. Just my opinion. Wow, look at the nuance on the cinephile over uh-huh. here. Yeah. Well, okay. Um. So, oh, go ahead. But time out. As two as uh. While I'm sitting here with you two old people, the fact that um, Hollywood has just become obsessed with nothing but remaking movies, what mm-hmm. do you guys think of that? Because, like, when you go to the movie theater now, it's funny, like, when I when you drive by the mall, you see all the posters, it literally could be from 25 years totally. ago. Totally. It drives me crazy. It's mind-numbing. That's why I don't go. I've been to two <laughs> movies in the theater since my first child was born. That's almost seven years. There are so many talented screenwriters out there that aren't getting a chance to have their amazing stories told we gotta have another marvel movie Stop. we will don't worry ben has already figured out for the next five years all the marvel i mean coming it's out. just asinine. black widow's the next one next so, year so no, anyway not into it sexist no what not in the lead oh female my gosh yes that's right peg me peg <laughs> me with that okay so the next thing about lebron is rumor has it he had a hair transplant so there's been rumors of Oh, now this let's, is a let's bombshell. Say, let's, bombshell. Say, let's say that uh, there's been a, many NBA superstars that have been follically challenged. and Carlos Boozer famously spray-painted his head. Do you remember that culture I, I, on that I did. Day? I did. <laughs> Carlos Boozer spray-painted his head. There was speculation that LeBron tried similar tactics and that he learned those similar tactics from Boozer because they were teammates. What about uh, who, uh, what, who, who was the, the Bears linebacker? From New Mexico. Brian Erlacher. Erlacher oh, did, did a hair thing well? and it did not go well. He showed up at the Triangle Classic, the Montana State fundraiser in Great Falls. And, you know, I'd followed him his whole career. Totally expecting him to just be Brian Erlacher. And he shows up with a full head of hair. And I was like, huh, huh, huh. Where'd that come from, bud? No, it's not a good look on, you know, some people look better without hair. 
I think he should have gone Michael Jordan hair. and just shaved it all just, and, you know, go for it. Well, I d- so tell us more. Sorry, we started No, you're fine. Here. I mean, this is the conversation I want, yes. I want to discuss. Okay. I, he, I guess rumors were, I don't know why it matters, but he was losing his hair. Well, there's so no what? rumor about that. That's a okay. fact, yes. He was losing his hair, and then he bopped onto Instagram with a full head of hair around Easter, and people were discussing. I think... He should have just, I think he should just own it. But, you know, women are doing Botox and all the, the stuff, so why can't guys try it out? I think it's fine. Sure. I don't care. I just think. I mean, it's worked for Donald Trump. It could work for LeBron I mean, look James. At, yeah, I mean, if they just go and ask for the Donald. Yeah, I think, I yeah, get that windy LeBron, look. LeBron with get the Donald the windy would be look? great. Sure. Of all the things, as a guy that's losing his hair, the one thing that I just cannot accept, I will never do the Trump. <laughs> no. <laughs> Please don't. I'll straight bick it straight to the skin before you do that I with think, Trump. I think own it. That's just my theory. I think if you're if you lose your hair, I mean he does it. own it. You got to admit that there's nobody the who. Trump? Oh, yeah, oh yeah, he's out there doing the whole thing the with comb it. Comb over. Uh, well, he owns it, but he's also. I mean, he claims that it's real, but we know it's not real. <laughs> but he definitely wears it. Right. Like you know, he's doing his thing. So I think you're right. You got to go out there and say, "Hey, this is what I'm doing now." Yeah, get on board. I mean, you know? I, I say, let if, go, with LeBron. I mean, the the spray painting thing, no bueno. But I say, if you want to try the hair transplants, they look great. If you go on his Instagram, they look great. So good for him. Yeah. But I think he should have just shaved the whole head. I think it's more aerodynamic anyway. I think you're right. Well, it's so interesting because it, uh, there is a precedent in the NBA of guys that were losing their hair that just shaved it. I mean, yeah. Michael Jordan, Charles Barkley, Carl Malone—they all just well, there was no there was no halfies with those guys. It was just once it's losing, you're gone. It's over. Yeah. But then Clyde Drexler tried to roll with the Friar Tuck for a couple years. That didn't <laughs> look so good. No championships for Clyde <laughs> or Chuck or Carl. So yeah. I, that's no. not really a Jordan great assessment. Only, yeah. Jordan was the only uh, bald guy that actually ever won one. Yeah. Well, Sam Cassell. I say just shave it, but you know what? If you got the means and you want to try it out, and as long as it looks good. And real, go for it. It's two tell so. Nuanas. It's Friday. Carolyn's here. She's the chick who doesn't know sports, talking to us about sports. Do you have another item? I have one more item. Let's hear it. Because my mind was blown. Okay. College football coaches, how much money they make. Yeah, they're usually the highest paid person in their state if public they're a employee, state employee, is. public employee if they're a state employee, yes. Nick Saban? <laughs> Saban, am I saying oh that right? my God! You are just fortifying and just confirming the name of this segment. It's Nick Saban. Yes, he's Sorry. perhaps the most famous college football coach Saban. ever from Bama. Eight point seven million a year. Oh yeah, eight point seven million a year. Yep, right. And he gets summers off. No, no. Oh, he doesn't. No, he gets Nick one Saban day can, off. The Nick day Saban after. takes one day off a year. <laughs> the day okay, after fine. the national championship. What does he do on his? I mean, what does he do on his day off? He says that he sits on his back porch, drinks bourbon, and listens to Miles Davis records. Oh, good for him. Um, Smokes cigars. So, number one, Alabama. That makes sense because everyone knows that's, even I know that's like a big college, mm-hmm. you know. Um, they, none of them were shocking, just the, the amount of money. They I make mean, a lot of money, yeah. Why wouldn't you just do that instead of trying to go pro? Well, that's the thing. The college coaches make twice as much as the pro yeah. coaches. Well, yeah, but it's also way more responsibility because you have to recruit the kids. True, true. And in, in, in the professional ranks, I mean, Bill Belichick's the general manager, but other, most of the head coaches are not the guys choosing not the players. Recruiting. And by the way, Gruden's making more than Saban. Right, $10 million? $10 million a year for yeah. John Gruden. So 
So these college coaches used to be college players, I assume. Were they ever professional players too? Or no? In some cases, yes. In some cases, no. I don't. I mean, Nick Saban, I guess, did play college. He ball. played college, but he did not play professional. Uh, Davo Sweet at Clemson played college, but not pro. But he barely. I mean, and he wasn't good. He, in college. he was like a. You know, he he was on the He's field. Alabama, but. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I'm in the wrong business. That's all I know. I you should, should have been be a college. A co- yes, you coach. should be a college football coach. Yeah. Growing. So I've said that. I mean, since the day we met, yeah. I was like, what is, why what is, is she, she wasting her time? Yeah, well, you know, maybe I will. If you really want to be surprised, you should go look at how much money the college football programs make because those guys actually in right. reality are sort of underpaid. Not really, but the, the the percentage that they're making of the actual revenue that the programs per, uh, accumulate is astounding. Well, and the fact that the kids don't get paid is crazy. Well, they get a free education. Well, right, but they're basically working $30,000 a year job for a multi-billion dollar corporation. It's not that proportional. Um, and it uh, comes with quite a lot of physical risk. And they have to work from 7 a.m. till 9 p.m. every single day. And they get a free education. Uh, it, it's definitely an interesting point. And room and board. I mean, in a lot of cases, they're short from the actual cost of attendance. They get the room, board, and the, 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 the education, but not like gas to be able to get from place to place all right i'll give you that that. all right well anyway i will look up what the uh the football programs bring to schools for the next one they do make a lot of money i'm sure nick saban is doing all right not saban uh well who cares you know at this point uh the chick who doesn't know sports carolyn brought to us by the missoula winery and event center five six four six west harrier drive sweet b headed out Towards the airport, great space out there. Culture, they host a bunch of events and all that kind of stuff. And also, I got some pretty good wine. Great wine. Great wine, great tasting room out there. It's open from 2 p.m. to 7 p.m. Wednesday through Saturday. And for the month of August, they're offering all Tattoo Girl wine for $2 a glass. So go out there, go check it out. You can have as many glasses of $2 Tattoo Girl wine as you want. Tattoo Girl wine has three different wines, rated by wine enthusiast 89 or higher, including the Rosé, rated number 91, Go check them out from Wednesday till Saturday, 2 p.m. to 7 p.m., Missoula Winery and Event Center. In a related note, this will be the last chick who doesn't know about sports until September. <laughs> because I'll be drunk? Hammered every day oh, okay, on $2 yeah. wine. I thought, I yes, yes. Picking that up, oh, but I wasn't man. sure. <laughs> Come on, I'm funnier than that. <laughs> Carolyn, thank you. Thank you, guys. I'll miss you. Safe travels. Thanks. Hour one in the books. Hour two straight ahead. Other than Coulter, who's the most intimidating sports figures of all time. (laughs) Next. Whether you're traveling to Missoula for business, a family visit, or to watch the Grizz game, the Wingate wants to be your home away from home. Call the Wingate to find out how we can take care of your next trip to Missoula. From conference rooms to great complimentary breakfast to an indoor water park, we have what you need and what you want when traveling. The Wingate of Missoula is a proud supporter of Grizzly and Lady Grizz Athletics, and we look forward to making you feel at home when you're not. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia? When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org.